Welcome to the Elevate Your Life podcast with Evelyn Kelly. I'm your host, Evie, life and confidence coach, and I'm here to support you to create unstoppable self-belief and confidence, own your self-worth, and to elevate all areas of your life. Join me for soulful yet straight-talking chats with epic humans, juicy DNMs with me, and loads of inspiration so that you can be the best vision of yourself and live a life you truly love and deserve. Are you with me? Here we go. Hello, beautiful humans. Welcome back to the Elevate Your Life podcast. I am your host, Evie, and it's bloody good to be here with you all today. I know I say, I feel like I say the same little intro every time, but oh, I just, I don't know, it feels good that way. <laughs> Promise I don't pre-record that. Um, hey, I am coming to you from back in my original home office. Uh, I'm feeling all of this new, exciting, expansive energy around me today, in me, around me. And it feels really good, and I want to share some of that with you. So today's episode is, I'm not sure what's going to unfold, but I know it's going to be good. <laughs> I know it's going to be what someone needs to hear today. So I really hope it's supportive, but it's going to be a bit of a life update from me, and I'm going to be sharing a couple of the key lessons that have been circulating in my world, some lessons that I've been relearning and remembering, and also some key lessons that have been coming from conversations with some of my clients of recent. And yeah, they've just been swirling around us at the moment. And so I wanted to jump on and share a bit on here and hope that it serves you too, or that these are really nice reminders for you. Because I think as I just shared, you might have picked up on the words that I said that I'm relearning or remembering. And that is that so often we already know this stuff, right? And we've either learned it in this lifetime or past lifetimes or from other experiences or whatever it might be. But, you know, we go through these periods of time in our lives where we forget, we remember, we forget, we remember. And so sometimes it's not like new rocket science. And so much of coaching is not that. So much of human psychology is not new science as such or new big ideas or concepts to master it's so often about remembering the things that we've just forgotten along the way or taking ourselves out of the conditioning or the programming that our past, our experiences, society has fostered and that aren't serving us anymore. So I'm going to be sharing some of those lessons today and I really hope they're supportive for you all. I also wanted to let you know exciting news, actually a few different things. I have one-to-one -one coaching spots available to start working with me pretty soon. So if you are interested in coaching, if you've had the calling, the nudge, if you're curious, follow that inkling, follow that nudge and find out some more information. So I would love to invite you on to a free discovery call with me where we can chat on Zoom and connect and yeah, talk through what it is that you're wanting to create for yourself, experience or achieve in this last half of the year. We're already halfway through the year. How crazy is that? So if that's you, send me a DM on Instagram if you want to chat some more or book through there. Otherwise, there is a link in the show notes here on the podcast so you can click through on that and book in a time with me. I can't wait to chat. And also second news is I'm going to be doing another free online virtual journal class, which is so fun. I did this last month in June. 
Uh, sorry, must have been July last month. Or maybe it was June. Gosh, uh, the months are blurring into one. It was a few weeks ago now. Uh, and it was just so beautiful, so delicious. I invite you to come join me this time. It's on this Sunday, the 15th of August, 4pm New Zealand Standard Time. Uh, I'll also pop a link in the show notes so you can come sign up and you can get all the details. It's totally free. Come bring a cup of tea, your journal, a pen, and I will guide you through the rest. Alrighty, let's dive into the podcast. Okay, let's dive in to some of these juicy lessons that have been circling around at the moment. The first one is that what you resist persists. I'm going to say that again. What you resist persists. So in other words, if we're resisting something, it's going to persist. It's going to carry on. It's going to hang around for so, so much longer if we continue to resist it. So whatever that might be for you, it could be resistance towards taking the leaps out of your comfort zone. It could be the resistance around starting your own passion project or stepping towards the business or creating the business that you're wanting at the moment. It could be the resistance around having one of those really challenging conversations, but really rich and important conversations with a loved one or with your partner, perhaps. It could be resisting a truth or an intuitive nudge or calling that you're feeling internally and you're just kind of pushing it down and resisting it because it feels really scary. And so often we resist these things because we don't want to face it. We don't want to feel it. And maybe it's challenging. Maybe it's, maybe it's fear related. Maybe it brings up some fear for you. Or maybe it's just really, really uncomfortable. Or maybe it's painful. Whatever it might be, there's obviously some negative connotations associated with it or you perceive there to be some fear or some danger or some negativity around it. And so we're like, naturally, us humans are so hardwired for for our safety, for certainty, right? And so if it's not that, then of course we're going to want to resist it and run away from it. But the thing is, if we continue to run away from it, it never actually goes away. It never goes away. So what we continue to resist persists. And if we don't lean into it, if we don't release it, feel it, move through it, address it, do the thing, then we haven't learned the lesson, right? And so it will continue to either swirl around in the same way or it might even intensify or amplify or come back in a really big way. I remember learning this quite early on is that if you don't learn the lesson, then it's just going to come back to you in a different form or in a slightly different way, but this time way louder. Another way to think about this is that so often we get it in whispers first. It starts to whisper at us, our body or our intuition or something. We get these little nudges or little messages from the universe from other people or situations, for example. And if we don't listen to the whispers, then they become louder and louder until it's freaking yelling at you to wake up and to see the lesson, to move through it and to grow from it, to take it on board and, and yeah, to grow. So if this is speaking to you at the moment, then there's probably something that you're resisting, right? So what are you resisting in your life at the moment? And 
what is it going to take to lean into it? So what, maybe a journal prompt that you can write down or ponder if you're, um, yeah, ponder yourself if you don't have a paper and pen handy or you're driving or whatever, be safe. Um, but the key thing is here is what am I resisting? What am I resisting at looking at, feeling, expressing, doing? What am I actually resisting? So if I was really, really honest with myself, what am I resisting? This brings me nicely to the second lesson or the second point, which really is related so much to this one. So first one being what we resist persists. And the second one being you have to feel it to release it. You have to feel it to release it. And so that means it's almost like the next step in this puzzle. So we first need to notice that we're resisting something, identify what it is, and then allow ourselves to really feel it in order to release it. I talk and teach a lot about emotions and how how they can essentially take over us at times or feel that way and how a lot of us aren't taught those key skills about how to process emotions and how to yeah how to release them in a really safe and constructive way so they don't consume us or they don't feel so overwhelming and it's scary right I, I definitely experienced that when I was younger and so so often that's what I teach teach in my one-to-one coaching programs at the moment as as part of it you know not the not the one thing but so often it comes up because I don't think as a whole and a big generalization here but I don't think we've really really taught how to constructively feel and release and process our emotions or our triggers or you know our challenges in our lives I think we we you know default patterns is so often to run from them or you know, we'll have this big emotional response because we haven't been able to listen to the whispers, like I said earlier, and release them little bit by little bit as we need to. So sometimes it tends to explode out of some people. Or we complete, we go the other way and we completely internalize it. And then that manifests in, in other, other ways. So what we need to do then is to feel it, to release it. Because if we don't, it's never going to go away. I'm going to link some other podcast episodes that are really key ones to listen to around energy uh, and emotions. So energy and motion is a key one. Um, And also I did a podcast episode on triggers and how to release them constructively. So I would go back and listen to those if you're curious and want to learn more about those topics. Highly, highly recommend. So you've got to feel it to release it. Be brave enough to realize what it is, what it is is that's triggering you, what it is that's persisting or you're you're getting some resistance around and then leaning into that and allowing yourself to feel it, to release it. I want to just share a personal story about this one that I was actually just chatting with one of my beautiful soul sisters um, earlier today about. And uh, if you want to learn more about my grief story then and my experiences, then go check out my Instagram post I did uh, recently. And also I've done a whole episode, a whole podcast episode on grief. So definitely go check that out if you want to learn more. But essentially what I was saying is that when we have something challenging in our life or when we're having an emotional reaction or we've got this big heavy thing whatever it might be 
is that sometimes when we try and resist it and run away from it or not look at it, even though we know we probably should, we don't want to though, right? Because we're hardwired for like love and um, all of the good positive feelings, right? We don't want any of that negative stuff, even though it's part of the human experience. It's part of the emotional experience of being a human. And so, you know, even though we don't want those things, we yeah, we, we, we just push them away, right? We resist them. And so we're like, no, 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 no. Like I've still got to keep carrying on and living. Like I still want to look at, look at the positives in life and I still need to show up for my clients or show up for my job or whatever it is that you do. I still got to carry on living, right? Even though we have these big challenges in our world that feel enormous or really heavy or big and we don't know how to navigate them. But what we're actually doing here is we're almost like delaying our healing in some ways and we're resisting it. And so it's going to persist, right? And that means that it's almost like we're we're like, okay, I don't want to experience the negative thing. So I'm just going to like do my life and focus on the positive things and, you know, do all the things that fill me up and, and make me feel good and look after myself, etc. But it's almost like that it's never going to feel like really, really, really good because we've still got the heaviness or the weight or the shadow of that other thing that we're we're carrying around with us. So it's almost like we can't fully experience the highs and the joys in life and the happiness and the light and, you know, all of those wonderful things if we're still resisting and this other thing that's going to persist, right? Because it's still kind of there in the background, If we haven't really released it or felt it or moved beyond it or seen it for what it is and and sort of started to address it, then it's still going to be there. And so it taints everything. I hope this is making sense. For me, it really feels true. And this is my own personal experience and what I'm noticing. But I, I know it to be true in other people as well, because clients have shared this as well is that even though we can carry around this stuff with us, these challenges, these these things, and we can we can acknowledge them, like we can say, yes, that's there, or yeah, I knew I know I need to come back and do that thing, or I need to feel this, or I need to process this thing. Or maybe you're not even aware of it actually. I think so often clients come to me first and foremost and they're sort of aware, but not not to the full extent of it. That, you know, childhood stuff or current situations or challenges are affecting them in a big way but they've kind of just pushed it to the side because that's their coping mechanism and they don't want to experience it they're resisting it right and so they kind of put it to the side but we're really limiting our joy and our and our our capacity to experience all of life in its entirety in in all of its magnificent colors and shades and lights and darks and all of it you know and so if we don't look at it, it's going to keep going. It's going to persist. If we resist it, it's going to persist. And if we're not aware of it, then, well, it's definitely going to persist, right? Until the time that we become more conscious of it or do some of the inner work or stop and reflect or whatever it might be for you. And it does taint our ability to experience the highs in life as well. That's my personal belief system and something that I've experienced and is really true for me. And so I just wanted to share that because I think sometimes we can say, oh, well, but why do I need to release it? And why do I need to get rid of it? If it's not really, 
affecting my life in, in many ways, then why do I need to go back and look at it or go into the darkness or feel the uncomfortable emotions that it brings up in you? And I say, well, then we're limiting our our, our capacity, our, our possibility of experiencing the highest highs and deep, deep joy and gratitude and fulfillment and a really, really meaningful life. So if we can free ourselves from those things, then, oh gosh, life really starts living on the other side, hey. Or actually, life starts living through that, I would say, because it's a journey, right? It's never like a get to the, 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 the grass is always greener on the other side, right? Like get to the, the greener side, then life really starts. But no, 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 it's still in the journey. But yeah, look, if we can, if we can look at the things that we're resisting so that they don't persist, and then once we're doing that, can we fully feel them and release them? Even if it's just small pockets of time, small moments of releasing a little bit and then experiencing life fully, releasing a little bit more as it pops up, experiencing life fully, releasing a little bit more as it pops up and then experiencing life fully. You know, it's, it's a constant like kind of run into the fire a little bit, do some of the healing work, then come out a little bit more, do some more and then come out and so forth. I think that's that's a really beautiful way of of looking at it and doing it. And then you get to experience all of the wonderful colors and, and the magic uh, yeah, that life is. Lesson number three that's landing for me and my clients and conversations I've been having recently is the whole concept that vulnerability connects us all. And if you're around my world for a little while, you know that I talk about this a little bit and this probably isn't a new concept for you. Vulnerability really does connect us all. It's such a beautiful, a beautiful gift to give to yourself, but also to those around you. Vulnerability takes courage, 100%. Vulnerability is strength, 100%. And through vulnerability... We can also build courage and confidence and belief. It's hard though, right? It's scary. You know, some people might think that vulnerability is unsafe. Maybe there's a belief system around that or something in your past that's created a belief system around that. But if we can do some of the work to heal yourself from that, to free yourself from those belief systems, then we can see that but being vulnerable, being our true authentic selves is such a beautiful gift to give to yourself and everyone around you. You know, everyone is benefited from that. Everyone benefits. It's really a win-win situation. But it takes a lot of courage. I have had so many vulnerability hangovers in my day. <laughs> so many vulnerabilities. So many vulnerability hangovers. And it really does feel like a hangover, right? Um, but hey, I, I would always say hand on heart, every single moment of those have, has been worth it. Absolutely. And I think the gift that we give to ourselves in being vulnerable is that we're being really real and honest and our most authentic self when we share that way. And I really believe that if we can do that more and more, then life feels even more amazing, even more fulfilling because you're living your life 
on your terms and your way and you're being 100% unapologetically authentic to you. And alignment is key here. I think alignment gives you freedom. Alignment gives you joy. Fulfillment. It sets your soul free, I want to say. It's like your soul's like, yes, I can be me. I don't know more, no censoring, no more censoring, no more feeling caged in, no more inner critic stuff. I can be me. How beautiful is that, hey? So remember that there's so many gifts that come from vulnerability. And yes, it's something to lean into. Yes, it's something to continue to work on and encourage yourself to lean into more and more and more. But there's so many wonderful gifts from it. Remember all of the beautiful gifts that you're giving to other people so that they can see you in your entirety, in your light, in your power. It gives them permission to be vulnerable themselves, to take those courageous steps, to live more authentically, to live more in alignment. And of course, all of those wonderful gifts are are given right back to you as you do so. And that leads me really nicely on to my fourth and final lesson that's been circulating my world, my coaching world with my clients is that you can never really go wrong if you are 100% authentic to yourself. You can never go wrong if you're being true to yourself, if you're being your most authentic self. And this goes really nicely with my earlier point about vulnerability, because I think there is some vulnerability in being your most authentic self, because here's the thing, right? When we're born, we're our authentic self and that develops and over time, right? With, with more experiences and as your personality grows and develops and things like that. But then there also comes a time when our inner critic is fostered, when our mind starts to develop our conscious mind. And we create fear and belief systems that are not that good for us, you know, that don't serve us, that aren't in our highest benefit. But that's okay. That's normal. It's part of the human experience, right? We all go through that process. And then it's our job to go back and look at the ones that we want to tweak and change and, and rewrite the belief systems, right? But what happens is that so often we put on these masks we get conditioned into how we should be or shouldn't be. Hands up if you've ever had the good girl training. <laughs> I'm raising my hand at the moment. It's totally me. Uh, you know, there's so many conditionings that we get we get bought into or we yeah, we take on board as we're growing up in society. And that's just just a thing. And what happens is we have to decondition ourselves we have to unlearn some of that conditioning and the behaviors and the patterns and the belief systems right and so that takes courage that takes vulnerability to show your true self just to be me it sounds crazy when I say this out loud because uh, yeah it sounds crazy that we do this but I know Pretty much every person that I've worked with uh, has had some kind of element of this in their life, right? And it certainly was the case for me. And so, so often it's about being really courageous, being vulnerable and open and sharing our true self. And if we are most authentic self, then we really can't go wrong. 
But the irony is, is that we're so worried that someone's going to judge us, not accept us, reject us, not love us, think we're unworthy if we are our most authentic self. That's why we put on these masks. That's why we try and fit in, right? So that we're loved and accepted. But actually, it's, it's the complete opposite. Because when we're our most authentic self, if we're living from that place, then we really can't go wrong. Because if someone wants to say, oh, I don't agree with you, or I don't like your viewpoint or your opinion, or I don't like your decision to do X, Y, Z, or I don't like the way you're dressing, or whatever it might be, your career path, your choices, your decisions, whatever, anything, it could be absolutely anything in life. As long as you come back to your truth and think about, okay, well, I was my most authentic self in this and I was true to me, then it really doesn't matter what other people think. If we talk about this concept in business, for example, or, you know, doing your passion project, whatever it might be, there's no real rule books, right? Like there's no rule book to business. There's no rule book to life. But the rule book is your intuition, It's your soul, it's your true self, it's your most authentic self. And so if you're being true to yourself, then you can't go wrong. No one's going to tell you off. And if people do, and if that triggers you, well, then again, that's something for you to look at and learn through and grow through. Let's go back to lesson one here and go through each of the lessons. But if we can get to the place where we're being our true self and our most authentic self, then you know that you're living a life of integrity. You know that you're living a life of alignment. It's going to feel amazing as well. But also that, you know, if people push on that, then like, are they your people then? And I would say they're probably not. If they don't, if they don't like your most authentic self or if they're not agreeing with whatever it might be, then that's okay. That's their stuff. But as long as you've been authentic and true to yourself then that's all that matters. You can't go wrong with that. Remember, there is no rule book. We're conditioned to think that there is, that we have to be a certain way, that we have to be X, Y, Z, or look this way, or do these things, or tick these boxes. But there is no rule book. The right way is your way. Your job is to be your most authentic self and live out your mission. Live out your why. Live out your unique, your uniqueness. Live it out. Embrace your authentic magic and share it with the world. That's what I'm big on. And that's what I believe life is about. And everyone's authentic magic is going to be different. Every single human will have a different authentic magic. So I hope that's helpful. I hope that's really insightful. I feel like actually all four of those lessons are actually interwoven a little bit, connected in some ways, and they kind of build on each other. So number one, remember, is what we resist, we persist. So ask yourself, what am I resisting here? And can I be really brave and lean into this so that it doesn't taint everything else? Because remember, when we hold the heaviness and we, resist, we hold that, it, it kind of taints the, the joy, the love, the light, the, you know, yeah, all of the good stuff that we can experience in life. Number two, you have to feel it to release it. Be brave, lean into it, feel it to release it from your body, little bit by little bit. 
Number three, vulnerability connects us all. Be courageous. Share a little bit. Vulnerability connects us all. And then number four is you really can't go wrong if you're your most authentic self. And I think these are kind of key lessons for life full stop. And yeah, key ones that have been circling around me and my clients at the moment. So I hope that's been really helpful. I think that's, um, yeah, I love that they are all actually interconnected. I knew there would be some magic that came out of today's conversation. (laughs) I hope you loved that. If you want to chat some more, of course, DM me on Instagram. Evelyn Roberta Kelly is where I'm at. I'd love to chat with you. Uh, Definitely reach out if you're keen to talk about coaching. I've got free discovery calls that I'm booking in the next couple of weeks. So book in a time with me or DM me and we can chat some more on Instagram. And come journal with me this Sunday, the 15th of August, New Zealand Standard Time, 4pm. If you're keen, I would love to guide you through that beautiful experience together on a Sunday afternoon. It'll be so juicy. So that is it for me today. I hope that was helpful. Let me know what you take from it as well. I always love chatting about it some more after the podcast. And I will be back in coming weeks with more juicy episodes and DMs from me. Have a beautiful, beautiful day wherever you are in the world. And yeah, think about these four key lessons and how you can implement them in your own life. Wasn't that epic? For all of the details and things we talked about in today's show, you can check them out in the show notes and that's over at evelynkelly.co.nz forward slash podcast. And if you can think of anyone who would really benefit from this episode, then please share it with them. And while you're there, I would be so grateful if you could leave me a five-star review in iTunes so that we can get this podcast out to even more humans and create a ripple effect throughout the world.